All right, Jonathan, welcome back to another one. Rory, how's things? Yeah, I'm all good. How are you? Good, man. You're just telling me before we hit live there. <laughs> I'd love to, love to bring this shit up. How you love to sell your brain. I think it's good. I mean, just looking at Aussie Dollar there, I have a trend line drawn in and it's sold, what, one, two, three, four, five, six times off it now. Yeah, you know? just, I know. I know. You've probably seen the app. I, I actually took a, um, I put it up in the app and our trade alerts. Um, <laughs> I was taking taking some trades on that as well, and it just it's just so good. It's just yeah. that trend line is just beautiful. It's just yeah, it's, reacting it, off it so well. It's trusting the data there too. You know, I mean, we've seen the weaker Chinese data coming out this morning. Aussie dollar popping higher. You know, I mean, it's a complete buy the rumor, sell the fact scenario. Just have to wait, be patient for it. Yeah, you know. I, <laughs> we obviously we've got uh, uh we've got Adam obviously uh, who's who's in the app, and uh, as you know from listening to any previous podcast, there Adam's a staunch technical trader yeah. and uh it was quite funny to to see you reply to one of his one of his posts there in app to say this is the first time that i actually agree that we're going to stick with technicals for now but it's going to be a, a shitstorm i think you made reference to a to a movie as well which is quite uh, funny. The margin margin call the pharisees margin it was call, yeah. so for those it was about um USD JPY, so, you know. So we're obviously seeing that that sort of high now up to one fifty two. Again, it's just going to be a technical sell one fifty two. But there's going to be people arguing that it's not a technical sell. That you know, there's fundamentals behind it, which is more importantly true. You know, it's not we're not just selling at one fifty two because that's been um that's been a trend for the last ten years. It's to do with obviously you know the Bank of Japan, the yield curve control, lower interest rates. You know, that's what it's really to do with. But they're saying now that they're not going to they're not going to to jump in and and so what does that I mean really do you trust, I mean, do you trust like, them uh, and, and, until until when was it like a fifteen percent move the last time it happened yeah you know? one fifty two all the way down to one thirty two you know it's, it's, yeah. so don't 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 believe it you know don't don't believe it for one minute because you know they've admitted that they're fighting inflation and if your currency is weakening inflation is only going to get higher. So, so what? What? Why do you think you'd let your currency get higher if if, if inflation's your problem? Well, Doesn't it? Just can't, it just can't put a sell order in. Like it, you know, you just cannot put a sell order. Not not yet. Anyway, you're not going away. Like it's we've seen. Obviously, you just we've seen dollar strength today. Wait, I mean, you obviously. you can't or, or the bank of Japan can't. Well, no, 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 no. I I wouldn't. You're not going away. Not yet. Well, I have not yet. Really have, already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're I'm, I'm still I'm still looking at that kind of 152 70 level. Once it gets a bit close to that, I'll, I'll be a bit more comfortable looking to, to put a sell in. But um I think there's a potential that you could get stopped yeah. out a couple of times before. No, I'm, I'm sitting there 150, 139, 35, and 34. So yeah, you can't see it. It's a bad uh, thing. Yeah. It's not gonna show. So but we believe you, Rory. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you're brave. Um, look, it was. It, it's 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 the trade. It's definitely going to be the trade of the year potentially as well. Yeah. Uh, when it happens, but um, like you say, it's you need to have wide stops just to allow that. You know, just to wait, sit on your hands and wait. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a dangerous play, but uh, it's it's sensible. I mean, you're going to look back on when it's back at one forty six and say. What the fuck didn't I just take it for? Why didn't I take it without a stop? If you just sold anywhere around this level, you would have been fine. And that's just that's just the way it's going to be, right? Yeah. If it's at 152 and it goes to 154, sell again. If it's at 154 and goes to 156, sell again. If it's at 156, it goes to 156, sell again. Just yeah, yeah. 
you know, and if you if you run the simple expected value in your head, well, what's your risk and what's the return? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you can yeah. you can you can have five goes at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that yeah, and it yeah, is yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can have five good goes at this and still make a heavy profit. So why not? Well, look, you've got your pending orders sitting there. Oh, well. they're not pending; they're live. I'm, I'm in and all. Oh, you're all live orders, yeah, are they? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get in at one fifty, one fifty, one thirty, forty. Yeah, you're braver yeah. than I am, buddy. Yeah. You know, because once that hits one fifty two, you'll never get in. You're, go- it's gone. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um. Yeah. One, yeah. If you're if, if you're not in, you're not in. Like you might you tempt me now, Rory. We are getting a bit close to that one fifty two yeah. now. Yeah, telling you once it hits one fifty two, it will just blow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I mean, look, looking at the going back to Dixie there, like you know, I I put in the app earlier in the week or late last week. Sorry, that kind of that we see that kind of a trend line, um, and I actually put some markings in in the chart itself to see. Look, I was looking for price to come that back down to that kind of one hundred six level before we see that kind of jump um back to that kind of 107 area and we, we've seen that now um mm. but again it it's it's hard to know what's happened lots of data coming out this week again the markets are volatile um which is which is obviously a good thing we've seen, seen some some movement obviously you, you said it yourself before we actually started the podcast lots of things happening as we close out the year um you know i think you called it before the what was it the the Santa something was it the Santa, the Santa rally coming up into Christmas rally coming up to Christmas yeah. yeah we're starting to see some movement people looking to 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 make some make some money before we close out for the year so look dollars yeah I mean off the back of that dollar strength obviously we've seen it affect euro dollar and pound dollar in the same way obviously we saw a bit of pickup in 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 these currencies uh, uh, around what, last Thursday um and mm-hmm. we've just seen that fall back fall fall off since since today's but i mean what's your what's your over, overriding opinion on dollar at the moment i, I, I still think dollar's going to hold in around that range you know, i don't i don't think we're going to see a huge breakout up to 110 or anything like that but you know we've seen there what day was it if i can get rid of that advert um you know 25th 24th tuesday 24th yeah you know, we've seen that retest of 105.50 you know, you know you and it was, that's safe enough that 105.50 area well, it's not really about the 105.50, it's about the 105. Yeah, you know, it's the fact that we, yeah. you know, 105 was the level for so long that dollar yeah. couldn't get above and it was a psychological level. We got above it, we came back down to 105.50. So we didn't even come back to 105, which shows how strong of a level that is. Okay. Um, then obviously today we came back down, retested 106, back now up to, you know, 106.80. So for me, it looks as if it's dollars wanting to play in the higher of the ranges here rather than, you know, it's more keen in testing the upper bound than it is in testing the lower bound. And I think that's just something to um, you know keep in mind. And you can even see how strong that is. You know, we're seeing US yields are also down the day. Usually, we see um, you know a positive correlation with them. So the fact that we're still seeing a bit of a negative correlation with that still kind of says, well, there's still some dollar strength left there. And fundamentally, what else do you think is supporting that? Well, I mean, we've got earnings coming out this week. You know, out, um, on Thursday is it Thursday or Wednesday? We've got Apple earnings coming out. I mean, that's always going to be the highlight of the week. Um, you know, it's the highlight of earnings season. Everybody likes to see how well or how poor they're going to do. And pretty pretty I, much I there, you think they're going to be poor? I, I don't I just don't think that. I, I, I really, I think that the, the shine is starting to come off them a bit. I, I really do. I, Ask. I think they'll, 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 they'll pick it up again uh, when they realise, but, you know, they'll innovate again. But I, I just don't think there's been enough innovation for, for yeah. any serious quarter. Yeah. 
ask yourself the question. It's, it's the one I always ask every, every October. Did you upgrade? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. Usually every single year, I always see somebody with the iPhone 14, 13, 12, whatever it was. Yeah. I've yet to see anybody with a 15. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know, pay for that waterproof version. <laughs> yeah. But it's no, nobody's buying it. Nobody, nobody wants it. People are getting bored. People are, people are moving. Yeah. You know? And look, inflation, penny, people are penny pinching a bit more than before. Is it really worth kind of, you know, moving up? Yeah. And the thing, the thing is as well that the 12 and yeah, the 11 was the rounded one and the 12 was the square one. So yeah. the 12, the 12 and the 13, when did the 12 come out? That was 2000 and. Yeah, once once they got a three or you know, was it 2021? 2021. Yeah. 2021, yeah, yeah. the 12 came out, right? That's right. So every phone contract now in the UK is three years. Yeah, remember, remember it used to be two it's years. Three years. It's, yeah. it's two years here. Yeah, it, well, it's three years because the phones are so expensive. They've kept right. their monthly payments the same, but they've talked it over three years. Right. Um, so most folk, most people go for a three-year contract now. So you're kind of talking 2021 will bring you up to 2024. Yeah, and 2022 will bring you up to 2025. Do you think potentially first quarter next year could be a, a decent quarter? No. What I'm saying is that everybody who has an iPhone 12 and 13 isn't due to upgrade for another couple of years. And, the, and a, an iPhone 14 as well. They're not due to upgrade for a few more years. The 15 isn't really anything extra special. So why are they going to upgrade? You know, well, I'll be honest with you. Like I have an iPhone 12 still and... I was going to upgrade it and I looked at the, the differences between what I have now and the one I'm just like, yeah, why? Do you know what I mean? I, I've upgraded every time there's been a new iPhone every time. Yeah. Now I'm just like, is there any point? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Fine. My phone is fine. Exactly. Need, you know what I mean? So there you go. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's our, that's the way it is. Process. You know, I've got the 13, I think it is, you know, this came out. When was it? Was it, fuck, I, I don't even know when it came out. Was it 2021 or 2022? And I'm not upgrading and a lot of other people aren't. So that kind of shows that people aren't in the market for a new iPhone. And I think their sales will fall. And I don't know about you, but I see the speculation around the internet too, that you know the re- release wasn't as good. There was a lot of spare iPhones. It wasn't as it wasn't hard to get your your hands on one. Yeah. I just yeah, think yeah. I just sure, don't yeah, think yeah. I just don't think earnings are Man. going to be there this year. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. yeah so 100%. if they fall, they take the market with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That's how it is. Um, so that's the major events, you know, and earnings that we'll have coming up. You know, um, today's so, obviously... Just as well, we're on that, Roy. Sorry, uh, Amazon is probably the, the biggest winner today. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we saw a nice jump in, in Amazon. Uh, again, off the back of of, of the earnings, um, it, it was a well-needed jump, to be honest with you, because it was on a slippery path there. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to pull the chart up here. But as you said, we were looking at Amazon for what? Four, 4%, but, I think, yesterday again. Yeah. Yeah, we've been looking at Amazon for a while now since they were kind of at the recent highs of 145, came all the way down to sort of 120 there. And as you say, they needed that sort of jump. And, we, and we've just seen it. We've seen them jump up the last few days. Do I think it's going to go continue higher up to 144, 150 again? I don't think so. But what it could do is just provide sort of stability from, from creeping back onto that 120 level. That's something longer we, term, we it, it, it will, and I think we'll continue to see you know price price rise. But right now, I, I don't see it. I, you know, I really don't. Yeah, look, longer term, it would always be bullish on them, but you, yeah. you know, it does get this stage as well where you have to remember that these companies get so big that people start to lose interest in them, and you, you know, they nearly start to turn into stables, and people want that sort of um, high risk, high return, um, exactly that kind of company, and Amazon and Tesla and you know, Facebook, et cetera, they're all starting to fall out of that category. I think 
you know, there's always going to be a new um, new kid in the block. You know, sure. in, NVIDIA is one of them. NVIDIA is starting to come in now and, and become one of them. For sure. It's a cycle though, right? And yeah. it's it's about buying, buying, buying low and selling high. You know, there is that cycle and that's how you make the money. It's not really by sitting and holding yeah, so much. It's more kind of trying to identify the right times to buy or sell, you know? Ex- exactly. And I mean, look, we've we've still a lot of data coming up. You know, well, last week we've seen the PCE come out. You know, that came out slightly hotter than expected in some parts. Again, that's probably what's driving a lot of dollar strength off the back of last week. Um, what do we have today? Some European GDP growth, some European inflation. And then obviously tomorrow with the ISM manufacturing, FOMC tomorrow, Thursday is the Bank of England. And then into Friday with NFP, ISM yeah. and unemployment rate. So, I mean, Jesus, the next three days is completely packed. Good. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good week. Because yeah. oftentimes we're sitting here kind of going, shit, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, like, you know, what do we what do we try and pull out of a podcast? But yeah. there is lots going on at the moment. Um, So, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing again, like, you know, the dollar is just I'm just I'm honestly, I'm just my eyes are just constantly locked on dollar. Like I'm just, you know, obviously that dictates everything else that's, that's happening at the moment, cross, especially the cross pairs. Yeah. Um. And then looking at gold, if we move over and have a quick look at gold there, I mean, like, again, you know, we, we're seeing that 2000 level just it, that it's holding up, you know, that kind of, you know, up to about 20. Yeah, yeah. Just that just that 200 level. Look, I mean, I'm looking at it here. I just don't see it breaching. Um, I don't see it breaching. We've said it all the time and we talk, we always go talk about gold, but uh, it's up, it's right at the upper band of it. But again, it just doesn't seem to have to breach. No, I I, th- I think it's just went too far too quick this time, you know. And again, as I said, it's probably just going to revert back to the mean. We've seen such a good move off it. Everybody's going to take profits from it, whatever it may be. That's fine, you know. Um, and I think I think as well, one thing too is that you know this sort of war in the Middle East as well starting to. I'm not going to say calm down, but in terms of um, you know making market headlines, markets are very very quick to move on from it's things. Like it's, you know, it's, very it's very reaction. quick. You're not going to wait. That's yeah. what markets are. Markets react to to situations, but then yeah. they calm down very quickly. Yeah, you know, we've we've seen that time and time again. Yeah, yeah because they're always forward. Yeah, they're always forward looking. You know, they don't care what happened last week, what happened two weeks ago. You know, they're always thinking what's going to happen next. You know, and I think the only thing that we can expect a bit more volatility out of this is you know if we start to see um lebanon and we start to see iran as well maybe getting involved because you know sure. saudi saudi arabia as well are starting to you know put up a bit of a sweat you know they're starting to get afraid of what could happen in the region and again if you know from that we could see a bit of pressure on oil too but i think that's something to just see whether or not it'll happen because again it's a lot of hype it's just a lot of news it's a lot of drama you don't really know what exactly is about to happen so keep an eye out on it yeah 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 kind of sit and hold um i suppose you just touched on oil there as well that kind of 82 level with oil it's uh it's holding firm for now anyway yeah i mean look oil's just been on the way down really since it hit that um that 92 94 you know kind of level but again we have that 80 dollars a barrel coming down there will it find support you know who who knows it it might I mean, we we previously previously seen seen before that run up the ninety two, we've seen it finding a bit of support around that seventy eight um kind of area there, and I'm just looking at it on a weekly, and we have that fifty moving average as well, just swooping in underneath there. So again, could come down to around that seventy eight, you know, if eighty breaks to find some support, you know, would I be long on oil right now? Probably not. Would I want to be short on it? Certainly not. I think it's it's one of those ones I'd rather stay away from at the minute, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know, because as I say, one wrong move and, and that thing could take off. You know, literally. 
it's it's funny how you know uh, and i suppose if you listen back to all the different podcasts and you know it's all about you know a lot of it's about sentiment and, and understanding you know looking at certain levels or looking at trends and whatever else but sometimes it's just time to sit out sometimes you just have to <clears> kind of go okay i'm going to sit out for now do you know yeah. that kind of way Let, let's see the next market move we've seen price rally we've seen price kind of fall back down now at this stage and but it you know it hasn't it's not trending really you know that kind of way yeah so it's it's almost time to kind of sit out of oil for a while and, and, and see see what happens next wait for yeah. the next move yeah look if, if if you wanted you know gun to my head type of scenario you know what's my opinion on it i probably would be short on it to be would completely you? honest yeah i well, probably would be case. short yeah yeah i yeah. mean because you know it was long 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 long, long you know it was long long like... but but look this this is the thing and you know so many retail traders don't have it is that you have to be nimble in these yeah. markets you have to yeah. be very very nimble yeah and a lot of people think oh fuck he changed his opinion over six hours well well yeah maybe it did but that, that's sometimes not a bad thing you have yeah. to you have to admit when you're wrong and, 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 and admit when you've you know reached the stage i called long on, on the oil from it was at 70 dollars a barrel $94 bar, I was like, yep, still long. It came back down, retested, came back up to near 90 again. I was like, yeah, I think so. Now I'm starting still, to see, yeah. you know, now I'm starting to see data coming out of China. Now I'm starting to see data as well coming out of the US. Yeah. Um, when I seen the whole thing with coming out with Israel, I kind of says, right, put that on hold for a minute. It's maybe not a good short idea yet. Now that we're seeing that coming down, and I don't think there's going to be an escalation and Chinese data, US data, European data is all weaker than expected. Potentially looking at a recession, oil's not going to perform. And it's just as I simple mean, as that. It, that's really the difference between a new trader and a seasoned trader. It, yeah. It's purely, you know, understand like, having a, you know, being able to be, like you say, nimble, but being being reactive to what's happening around you, understanding, like, like I say, the sentiment uh, of, of the markets, um, obviously understanding the technicals and then obviously the fundamentals, fundamentals around it. But like I say, it's always like I'm constantly changing my my, my views. Obviously, I'll have a, I'll, I'll I'll look for a longer term view for sure. But, you know, I'm a day trader, so I'm looking to to, to, to make trades, you know, day to day. Do you know that kind of way? So my, my opinion is constantly changing on the back of what news is happening, what technicals are, you know, were going on mm-hmm. and, 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 and what fundamentally is impactful that could have a, a huge market move. Do you know that kind of way? So um, it, that's so important with 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 trading the financial markets. It's uh, and and it it actually hurts traders so bad because because they're so dead set that they think price is going to move one way. Yeah. They will hold down to their losses. They will just continue to let them losses run and hope that market's going to move in the direction that they initially thought. But shit changes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and look, this is, you know, what I always went back and said is, so, you know, keep an eye on the war, keep an eye on what OPEC's saying, you know, and, and if you're sitting at the position now in oil, and, and I'm not saying whether it's going to be right or wrong, but if you're sitting in oil right now thinking, I think it's a great long because there's a chance of OPEC intervening or there's a chance of a war breaking out, that's great. That, that That's a really good, you know, um, turning point. But they're not, they're not intervening and there isn't an, and there isn't an escalation. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're just relying on hope. And hope, and, then, and hope can't be and hope can't be priced in and hope isn't isn't probable it's not quantifiable you so 100%. what's the point and look you, you know the problem is is when you hit when you actually got into that trade whatever trade that is like you know you can get in too late to a trade you can get in too early to a trade you can get in at the right prime time you know <laughs> and that's the difference i mean you can just get in at the wrong time and you know with the information that maybe somebody's told you or you thought on the back of information that you have, you know, that that was a good long position, but then all of a sudden, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're looking to buy it. Let's say people still looking to buy it 92, 
you know, all of a sudden we're back at 81. And if you're still holding, you're in trouble. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? It's as simple as that. So, you know, you just have to be kind of really use your stop losses. That's what they're there for, guys. And we've, you know, we, we, we say this all the time when we've done podcasts on it and risk management and so on. But, you know, we, we all get it wrong. And yeah. it's all happy enough to go. We've got it wrong. We've lost one or two percent. No big deal. Let's reassess and let's go yeah. again. You know? Look- you know, and as I always say, the important thing, and I'll finish off with it, is that you have to remember there's a buyer at every price. There's a yeah. buyer and a seller, but there's a buyer for a reason. You know, you you think um, if I told you out there today that I bought um, a million pound worth of oil at ninety four dollars, right? What would you think? You think, oh, he's shit. He's not a good trader. Why did he buy that? Look at the move. But what if I told you I owned an airline and that our fuel tanks are empty? Yeah. yeah. Well, then it doesn't seem that bad because I just yeah. needed oil. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and this is what happens is that there's buyers at every level. That's and it. just people because... are hedging people are hedging their long-term value. Do you know that kind of way? And that's something I don't think we've really covered actually. Yeah. Maybe it's a good one for the future, is, is how people hedge for their long term. Yeah. You know, it's like airlines will hedge huge amounts, yeah. you know, on holding the holding value of certain commodities but, such as such as oil. Yeah, but it's it's not even hedging as well, it's just simple operations. People need the fuel. And you you know, how many times have you in your life went to the petrol station, seen the fuel at 130 and decided to buy a tank and fill it up? Never you just you just buy it at the price. Sure. You know, you don't trade you don't trade on lead or diesel. Between the airlines though, they will buy, they'll know when it's low and they'll buy huge stockpiles. Do you know some, that kind of way? Some do and some don't. Some some US airlines don't. I know that Delta United, they don't. Really? Um, yeah, Ryanair does. Ryanair is a huge believer in hedging their fuel. You know, they buy forward contracts. So, I mean, you have to think about from from a business perspective, right? Within that, so you know, okay, uh, this is my cost. Is you've got your your P and L, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can once you do that, if you have your 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 P and L at a stage, you go, okay, the next twelve months of fuel it's covered at this price. Right? That's a huge benefit to to yeah. to you to your margins and so on. Huge, huge benefit. It can go against you, of course, because price can come down, but it doesn't matter once you're stable and happy with the, your your revenue margins, you know, your profit margins, but then that's that's why these companies are doing it. Yeah. I mean, the, the low-cost carriers like Ryanair have to do it. They need fixed costs as sure. much as they can get. You sure. know, they, they need yeah. to have the yeah. sort of pricing strategies, things like that put in place. The larger sort of airlines like, um, you know, United, Delta, um, those type of airlines, they don't really need it as such. You know, they've got more of a variable price structure. They obviously charge a lot more for tickets and things like that. So that's probably one of the reasons for it. But as I say, it's getting back to the point, there's always a buyer at every price. And it, it yeah. might, it's, it's not due to speculation. It's not trying to make money on it. It's to simply um, make a business operational. That's simply all the reason is, exactly you, that. you know, as yeah, it's, it's actional. You know, you don't go to the petrol station when you have an empty tank and say, fuck, I'll wait two weeks because I know that oil's going to come down or I think it's going to come down. You don't. <laughs> you just have to buy it at that price. Yeah. Whether it's 150 a litre, you know, 150 a litre, 250 a litre, it doesn't yeah. matter. You sure. have to buy it. Yeah, and then you've got supply and demand. Yeah. That's I, 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 I always say, <laughs> I always say well, what price does these on petrol have to get to for people not to buy it? That's a really good question. And I can tell you what, it went from... You know, in the UK, one pound a litre to what just over a decade ago, up to like two pound, what twenty at yeah. one stage, and the volumes all stayed the same. Yeah, you know, so it can go up a hundred percent, and people don't decrease any volume. So, mm. when you're trading commodity markets like this, it can be a different thing. You know, always remember that. Yeah, sure, absolutely. On that note, Rory, we'll uh, we'll we'll close it off. Thank you yep. very much for for 
coming on board again guys we, we so just quickly we did mention that obviously we've got nfp coming up and some some big market moving events we'll certainly try and cover that as well live in the app as well so anyone's not in the app jump in there and uh if you come in about 10 minutes before the about 10 to 2 rory yep um we'll probably go live around then and hopefully we'll see you there guys yeah we'll do i think uh dollar yen's just starting to move so let's uh, see <laughs> let's have a quick look before we close up yeah you think Oh, here we go. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think people are getting sketchy at the top. See yeah. there. I hope I hope so for your sake, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. see. Right, Thank Jonathan. Much, buddy. Take care. Cheers. Cheers now. Bye bye.